0: We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for June 10th, 2019 and today the study is going to be pretty much dedicated to Ebola, uh, the coming potential threat of that and what's going on at the southern border and how they could actually propagate Ebola around the planet and also looking at the vaccines that are available regarding Ebola, so before we get into all that this is extremely heavy duty information i'm getting into which is pretty typical i'm just going to go over some bible verses a believer's authority through god and warring in the spirit to kind of set the tone for today because again it's very easy to get your eyes off the lord jesus christ when we're dealing with information of this magnitude psalm 24 8 says who is the king of glory the Lord strong and, and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Isaiah fifty nine nineteen. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun? When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. And I'll tell you, when I read these current events, just, you know, like today alone, it does feel like the enemy is coming in like a flood. It really does because it's on so many different levels that evil is encroaching and seemingly overtaking this world that it's like satan is coming in like a flood but the bible says the spirit capital s meaning the holy spirit of the lord shall lift up a standard against him meaning against satan or the enemy and his 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 minions. psalm 35 verse 1 through uh looks like through 6, uh, which is a psalm of David, which was, you know, a man after God's own heart. Plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me, fight against them that fight against me. And strive and fight are very similar in, in their definition. So he's asking God to fight against them that fight against him. And in this particular case, it's David. And we can do the same thing. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for mine help. Draw out also thy spear and stop the way against them that persecute me. Uh, say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. And I'll tell you what the agendas that are being pushed today with the protection of pure evil and the... the the bringing in of laws that make it impossible, you know, they're really going to try to use this Equality Act, from what I'm seeing, possibly this uh, Taps Act, if if Trump ends up signing it, <clears throat> and I don't think I'm going to be able to even get into that today, unfortunately. But if you if you're on my newsletter list, uh, you should have received. I've, I've been putting out probably more content as of late than any other time um, <clears throat> in the history of this ministry because I just don't know how long we have left, and the volume of of breaking information almost on a daily basis is is unlike anything i've ever seen and um i want to try to keep my listeners as up to date on these issues as possible but if they're able to criminalize any speech against the lesbian gay bisexual transgender and that's going to morph into pedophilia as well they're going that direction uh Obviously, if this equality act passes, if you're on my newsletter, you'll know that it will totally strip Christians. <clears throat> and I'm sure it's not going to instantly mean like uh you know, if you had a home Bible study or something like that. They'd have to know you were doing it number one, but you know, then again if they're they're trying to turn the world into a bunch of, you know, little narks and and spies and stuff, but churches that had any kind of stance against homosexuality that will be criminalized it's pretty much i believe that way already in canada and i'm talking where they come in and shut down your your ministry and and you're done and uh incarceration is where this is all heading so if it's wicked if it's evil like islam or uh lesbian gay bisexual transgender agenda these types of things that is going to be protected and increasingly it will be criminalized to speak out against such things and this is why jesus said the night is coming when no man can work because it's getting to the point where they're painting us all into such a corner where we won't be able to open our mouth and they will be the only ones that control any kind of narrative it will be a narrative and a lie from the pit of hell all the stuff they're doing on social media to ban all of these uh, different people in ministries and people in alternative um, media and health. They they just kicked uh, Mike Adams off today of, uh, I believe, Facebook. He'd been banned off YouTube for a long time, but he's officially off Facebook now. It's its incrementalism, and it's, and it's happening. Trump's doing nothing about any of this. In fact, he's on he's totally on board with the lesbian, bisexual, gay, transgender. He's got a Trump Pride shirt that he sells on his official website. I put out the link to it in the last newsletter. I wanted to cover that today, but i've got 19 pages to cover just on the ebola and the illegal alien invasion (coughs) excuse me and the implications of that so i don't think i'm going to be able to get to the other uh today unless um you know i do like maybe a multi-day part teaching now the last teaching i put up was about nine plus hours that was a couple weeks ago i needed a little break and uh, but i've still been putting out a lot of content as far as just the current events so but there's only like with me just being a one-man band there's only so much that you know having to deal with everyday life on top of it and then all of the other things all the questions that i answer and all the other things that that i'm constantly you know doing uh, there's just so much one person can do uh so i'm gonna try to get out as much content as we can Uh, hopefully we'll get out a good portion here tonight and uh Just a lot of stuff to to pray about, really, is what this boils down to. But these types of imprecatory prayers are remedies against wickedness and evil, is I guess the point I was trying to make. Like, If you haven't listened to my study on imprecatory prayer, um, uh, just key in Psalm 64 at contendingfortruth.com. And that's, that's really life-changing stuff there because you're asking God to hide you from the secret council of the wicked and from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity. And God can do that. But you also want to make sure that you're creating as small of a target as possible, like social media, online presence. I, I mean, this can go all the way to, you know, is your home address well-known by them uh, or do you have a smartphone? Are you? Or is is your number well known? I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can start drawing your horns back and making yourself a much harder target to hit. And for me, when I started to do all of that, in addition to praying Psalm 64, that's when I really saw the hand of God move in my life. I, I should have been probably in jail or off the internet at bare minimum years and years ago. And I'm still going, but I made steps to um re- regarding um uh, my privacy and i really believe when when god sees we're making effort god will also tend to make a lot more effort on our part because um it's kind of a team effort you know you can't just expect god to do every single thing for you when you're capable of doing things in your life regarding privacy that may be a pain you know and then you know where but they are things. There are a lot of things that you can do in that regard. Uh, there's a book written by... Um, he goes by the name J.J. Luna, and it's called How to Be Invisible. And uh, I think there's a revised version out now. <clears throat> That's a real easy read regarding just some of the things that you can do. And I'm just telling you that, <laughs> man, they are they're coming after us and like I have never ever seen them and they're building databases and anything you can do to try to get off that radar or make yourself a harder target to hit or a smaller target I would highly advise you do it now I'm not saying go into full panic mode I'm not saying don't do this if God hasn't convicted you to do it but I'm telling you what's worked for me and I'm telling you that on paper I should have been gone a long time ago so I praise the Lord Jesus Christ I'm not but I've also made a lot of effort on my end um, as well and so let's go further here let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt let them be as chafed before the wind and let the angel of, of the lord chase them this is a prayer he's praying why, why i mean this is like an imprecatory prayer and you can do the same thing there's tons of imprecatory prayers in psalms and you have to understand you the Bible uh, talks about that we battle not against flesh and blood, but against princes, principalities, you know, these types of things. So when you're praying this, I would pray more of the mindset of of, of your enemy not so much being flesh and blood, but against these spiritual entities that you're asking God to give a Even if it's a flesh and blood person coming after you, what are the things that are animating that person to do that? Well, it's demons and devils and evil entities, right? So if God deals with the spiritual component of it, the person is going to be a non-factor. And then pray that the person, if it be possible, their souls be saved. For it's his will that not one would perish, but that all would come to repentance. So I I think that's a biblical way you could approach these things. Going forward here, let their way be dark and slippery and let the angel of the Lord persecute them. Jeremiah 51.20 um, Thou art my battle axe and weapons of war, for with thee I will break in pieces the nations, and with thee I will destroy kingdoms. So, um, God can use particular uh, people that way if they're totally yielded to Him, and if that is their calling. Psalm 60, verse 12, and it's also in Psalm 108, verse 13 Through God we shall do valiantly, for He it is that shall tread down our enemies. And then also, I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. These are all Bible verses to kind of saturate our own minds with, with all this unbelievable amount of negativity and evil that we're constantly surrounded with. And then Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. So if you're a servant of the Lord, this is your heritage. This is like your birthright, okay? And the righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. So what is this heritage? What is this birthright? Well, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shall condemn. So that's a verse that you can quote back to the devil. When A lot of these are verses you can quote right back to the devil or to the evil entities when you, you know they're coming after you or pray it claim it and have faith to believe that god's going to intervene on your behalf okay so getting into the study the first very short clip i'm going to be playing is entitled the invasion is accelerating they are coming from every continent and this is just a very short clip from dave hodges recent
1: right now crossing the Rio Grande.
0: okay i'm going to start that little clip over again
1: you know what it was or is it's the usa Right now, crossing the Rio Grande, thousands of people from Africa. Now, I kind of understand how the people from Guatemala got here, how the people from Colombia are getting here. (laughs) But how the heck are the people from Africa getting here? Let me guess. They're swimming across the Atlantic. Right. They land in South America, and they run a series of marathons until they reach the southern border. Exactly. Or is it more likely that someone... George Soros, the U.N., is bringing them right to the border. What do you think is the more likely scenario? And what do we have going on in Africa? Besides revolution and persecution of people for civil rights and extreme prejudice and discrimination and outright genocide in certain areas of Africa, what else do you have going on on that (laughs) fine continent? It's called Ebola. I'll just leave that right here you can comment on this in the comment
0: so that's one of the central themes for today you have to wonder how are we getting congolese which is basically i believe the congo is like in the middle of africa landlocked the the poorest of the poor that would have no resources whatsoever to get here no cars. Their transportation. They're not getting on. Well, maybe they are getting on planes, and maybe the you know they're the C forty cargo planes, the ones that our government brings all the uh, the opium from Afghanistan in. I don't know. More than likely, they're on ships that are sponsored by George Soros, just like he's doing in um him and the, his cohorts in the United Nations are doing in uh using in Africa to get. i've I've done whole studies on this how they they put them on boats from africa and they ship them over typically it's to spain and this type of stuff or or italy or you know maybe they'll bring them to sicily and then they'll take them further and this is how they're getting a lot of the um, invaders into europe and i believe it's a very very similar program but see the thing is with ebola is that it's not like they got to bring all of congo over here they've only got to have a certain amount of infected people and we're going to be looking at that extensively today with the way that ebola has apparently evolved into something different than it has been before where it has a lot longer uh potential incubation period and there's very few people that are are keyed into that that are talking about that we will address that though today now the next little report is that large groups of illegal african invaders from the congo obviously where the current outbreak of ebola is are illegally crossing the texas border the the, this is the feds are saying this i mean they're 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 very open about this that there are this is happening eagle pass station agents border patrol agents patrolling the border on june 1st near eagle pass arrested a group of 37 illegal immigrants from the republic of congo and the, De- the democratic republic of congo followed quickly behind another group of 116 african invaders who crossed on friday we are continuing to see a rise in apprehensions of immigrants from countries not normally encountered in our area yeah and i i really wonder how they're getting here just like all of the illegal aliens that that are coming from guatemala and south america and, and um, central america how are they getting here well there's caravans that are being sponsored by george soros they're getting um they're getting uh sometimes they're getting prepaid visa cards they've got um sometimes they're they're hitching rides on trains sometimes it's tractor trailers that are bringing you know basically ferrying them to the border i've got into all of this on re- in recent teachings and it's a gigantic coordinated plan they're 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 playing uh commercials and in Central America, probably South America, I don't know about Mexico, where they're saying, hey, come to America and you'll get all this stuff for free, which is pretty much true. And they've got you know millions coming and that are already here. And it's all being done by design. And you know Trump will bow up, and so I'm going to put tariffs on Mexico, even though he's the one that's incentivized this whole thing and made this really all possible to a large extent, especially when he signed that section 224a of the legislation in february which i've gotten into on many occasions where if you just say you're gonna you say you might sponsor an unaccompanied minor you're here for free all you gotta do is you know one step on the soil oh i claim amnesty uh tell the border patrol agent i'm gonna i'm gonna sponsor an unaccompanied minor or they probably don't even care about that even at this point sure we'll ferry you in we'll act as your uber we'll bring you to the uh the um centers where we process you and then we we either fly you or bus you further inland so that you can take over our cities and and have a guaranteed democratic voting block when the 2020 elections roll around even though they've got that all rigged and you know i think it's kind of a moot point at this point there we're never going to have another election i predict where there will be any kind of republican in it's and it's republican in name only because it's just the facade of that anyway. Trump's showing us that in in the way that the Senate and the Congress are voting or clearly showing that they're really, most of them are all on the same team, the vast majority of them. And it's called Team Satan, and they're just two sides of the same wicked coin. But they've got it, but the Republicans have to show this facade. Trump has to show this facade of being a tough guy. Oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, even though he's done all this stuff to incentivize them coming. Remember the 10 things that he's failed on that I read? 10 different things. You know, not ending catch and release and and the section 224A that I just... I mean, there's 10 different things um, on illegal immigration, which was the primary pillar of his campaign promises that he has failed to do and also now made much worse. Worse than it's ever been under any president ever. Obama, Bush, Clinton... All of them pale in comparison to the amount of illegal aliens they are going to ultimately end up bringing in under, under Trump's regime. But because he's in office and there's a gigantic large swath of the Patriot community that just watches Fox News and and they, they look at, oh, well, CNN's attacking Trump. He must be doing a great job. And Fox is, is you know, Sean Hannity and these types and, and Alex Jones and these types who keep uh, basically giving him a pass. And yeah, they might feign that they're mad about something Trump did for a day, but then you won't hear about it ever again. They're just there to cover for him at this point. That's what's going on. It's becoming clearer by the day. And it's all going on under Trump's watch. And that was, I believe, what was, this was by design, on purpose, long before he ever got into office. So it says Del Rio Sector Chief Patrol Agent Raul L. Ortiz said in a written statement that we are continuing to see a rise in apprehensions of immigrants from countries not normally encountered in our area. Yeah, I just wonder how they're getting here. Boy, oh boy, I just can't figure that one out. They get, oh, I get it. They, get, they, they, they cobble together a little dinghy in Africa and they just launch off without a compass or anything. Maybe they've got some makeshift oars in the boat and they get all the way across the Atlantic through all those rough seas and and, and all of the different currents that are going and no water, no food or, or whatever they maybe were able to cobble together before their, you know, 100 day journey or however long it would take to get here in a little boat like that. Heck, you, you, you get swept up in one of those current things and you could just be find yourself going round and round and round in the middle of the ocean and never get here. But they're finding a way to make it over here. And when they do get here, boy, oh boy, they vocal. And they're demanding their rights and they're demanding to get into America and, and all of these other things. It's amazing. He goes on to say groups of family units from around the world are traveling thousands of miles. Wow, I mean, I, I did. Uh, did they have their frequent flyer miles going? I guess all the Congolese immigrants potentially infected with Ebola. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I guess they do. They've been saving up their frequent flyer miles for a many, many a moon. That's what it is. What was I thinking? They're traveling thousands of miles just just uh, entering the United States illegally to exploit our immigration laws. Oh, wow. Well, that's profound yeah i wonder how they're getting here though I'm sure they've got no help at all nah and then he goes on to say large groups present in presenting a unique challenge for the men and the women of the del rio sector chief ortiz said this large group of from africa further demonstrates the complexity yes it's so complex i don't know what's going on and severity of the border security and humanitarian crisis at the southwest border man i tell you i'm just no, I, I just, I can't figure it out for, for the life of me. The next report is entitled, CDC now scrambling to contain it, which is Ebola. What you need to know about coming events. Now, the, this is some information that I've seen nobody cover but this one particular gentleman talking in the video.
2: Secret. It's back, and it's back with a vengeance. And the worst part of it is, they can't test for it anymore. The tests don't work.
0: He's talking about Ebola.
2: Anymore. You can go in, and you can get a blood test, and it'll show you completely free of Ebola, and you'll still have it hidden in parts of your body that are beyond the bloodstream.
0: Now, I don't know if this is a modification that they've made to this genetically modified Ebola that the CDC does own. Remember, we've went over the patents where they they own this. And that way, when the vaccines are implemented and these types of things and the forced vaccines that are coming, um, they're gonna be able to make billions and billions of dollars. Because see, they again, it's problem, reaction, solution. They create the problem, which is Ebola. They created it in a laboratory. They own the patents on i I believe multiple different ebola strains and therefore if you get it you've got their you've got their um patented virus in you and you know we own you because that virus is in you and we own the virus so therefore we own you and you better take this vaccine because that's your only hope says satan so i i would trust satan i don't know about you but i'd trust him i mean what's not to like about satan so that's where we find ourselves. So evidently, this virus, the Ebola virus, or its newly, <clears throat> in its newest version, has a way of what they call sequestering itself in different parts of the body. So you could go in for a blood test. Now, granted, the test would work on somebody that was just like exposed and maybe that, that hasn't happened as far as the sequestering. They were in that whatever Zero to 21 day incubation period for Ebola. Not to say it wouldn't turn up positive then. But he's talking about people that have been exposed and the Ebola virus is when it sequestered itself at a particular part of the body and it's not going to show up on a blood test. Which is pretty comforting. I don't know about you guys, but I mean, that makes me feel all warm and fuzzy.
2: This is what happens with rabies. It's morphed. Ebola has morphed into something that can be um, hidden in different parts of your body, different tissues that don't necessarily reveal themselves in the bloodstream. And it's very transmissible. And one of the greatest ways to do it is through paper money, cash, and coins.
0: Now, I, I, I wanted to play this next part because this is an angle I hadn't even really considered all of the different agendas they could accomplish with a supposed Ebola outbreak alone is is mind-boggling. Getting us into a cashless system, mass vaccination of the whole planet, mandatory. I mean, if people were, were freaking out in New York and the majority felt as though this small minority, That had measles, which is a childhood malady that once you get it, you get lifetime immunity. And if you're vaccinated, supposedly, you don't have to worry about it anyway. If there was that much insane insanity going on with the public at large over that, can you imagine? Well, Ebola is already on our shores. But when, when this happens, unless God intervenes, which he could, okay? And this could go nowhere like it has in the past. And I think it's been God's intervention. I think it's been God's mercy. I think it's the praying remnant that are still around. And this is why, a big reason I do these studies, so people will be praying about this. You're not going to hear about this in your 501c3 church, your local 501c3 church. They're not going to touch a subject like this. They'd be too way too afraid they'd lose their tax exemption and ostracization and all the money that would come in. It's not feel good and stuff like that. And it's not lukewarm enough. Now, I'm not saying all all 501 C threes are like that, but the vast majority, I think we can all agree there are uh, they they're not supposed to, supposed to talk about stuff like that. There's so many agendas, though, with this Ebola scenario that could be accomplished if if it's let left unchecked, if they're able to accomplish what their goals are, cashless society, mass vaccination of the population, uh, martial law lockdown millions and millions and billions of deaths if they can pull this off most likely of the vaccinated populations just like the spanish flu of 1918 1919 because the people that were vaccinated were the ones that were dropping dead like the next day of the black death firsthand eyewitness accounts you don't believe that go up to uh youtube kian avion flu scott johnson you can see my powerpoint presentation Again, I get into all the 1st teen accounts near the... Eh, probably in the last one-third of it. It's all free. It's on YouTube.
2: Very, very dirty. And when it comes out that this stuff is being transmitted through money and you can't test for it until you already show signs of having it.
0: Now, this is his theory. I don't know if it's going to go down this way, but I, I, I would think... They want to bring us into a cashless system, which is going to be a gigantic part of the New World Order. Well, what better way to compel compliance than this? I don't know of of a better way they could do it than this.
2: There will be a collapse like you've never seen before. And the only transactions that will be allowed will be electronic. For health reasons... All of the places that you go now and you spend your paper money at will say we can't have our people handling it because we can't tell. we can't even test them. We can't test you. Now what does this have to do with the first picture that I showed? Well, the first picture I showed was from a doctor, an American doctor who was in Africa helping treating helping to treat, pardon me, the Ebola outbreak of 2015 he tested completely clean came back to the states all of a sudden wasn't feeling well got up one morning and noticed that his eye had turned from
0: blue to green and they decided to his eye color had turned from blue to green this is after he checked clean left the continent i don't know how many if it was months later or whatever it was a good while later was it was past the incubation period you know, where it's, if you got it, it's supposed, to, it's supposed to come out within like 21 days. It was past that. All of a sudden, he gets up, he looks in the mirror, and his one of his eyes had turned from like blue to green. That's pretty freaky. Test his eye only, and guess what? So they tested the one eye that had changed colors only.
2: The Ebola virus was living in his eye completely undetectable. This is going to be the event. There are going to be people walking around contaminated with the Ebola virus that are going to be able to spread it. And one of the number one ways that they're going to spread it is through money. Paper cash. Now, regular cash, digital dollars, Two very different things, of course, but when you couple this issue with fiat currencies around the world losing their value because of this massive trade war between the U.S. and China where we're trying to penalize each other's goods over and over and over again with all of these increased tariffs, the only way a business wins is by making the currency worthless. Eventually, there's going to be a tipping point, and an event like this will be it. It's already turned up in the United States, and they are hiding this. I don't know if many of you remember the uh, young man that was uh, found to have committed suicide a couple years ago that worked for CDC in Atlanta. He was getting ready to go public with this, Mm -hmm. and that's why they had to get rid of him. And they have been working tirelessly, tirelessly, to keep this quiet. Right. Because it will cause a mass panic.
0: If you go back and you key in Ebola at continuefortruth.com, you could see all of the different studies where I've covered all of these different things he's talking about and so much more. And, again, if you're trying to get up to speed, this study is a great study that I'm doing today. If that's all you have time. But you might want to go back and revisit some of those other studies because I get into other aspects of ebola this is just the most current um study that we have regarding it the world
2: and i'm not putting this video out to create one but there's going to have to be adjustments made whether you want to or not it's just going to have to be the reality of it if you're going to want to be able to go to the grocery store and purchase things and get what you need I'm not a huge fan of Amazon, but people are going to start to do that. They're going to start to have things delivered,
0: which will further decimate local businesses, the mom and pops and this type of stuff and get us all into the just online buying mentality and obviously when you buy online it's all electronic currency, you can't pay with cash. See, there's so many agendas that can be that are already in place but can be solidified and brought to their conclusions, which is ultimately bringing us into a one-world government under the Antichrist and false prophet, that this this Ebola thing can accomplish,
2: just to minimize the contact with people, to minimize the touching of door, of door handles, the touching of uh, grocery carts, even the little platform where you put your your either your wallet or your purse right there where you're checking out at the grocery store, all that, the gas station, gas pumps, anything Mm -hmm. people can do to stop touching things that other people have touched. Even using Ubers, using Lyft, that's going to crater here very quick.
0: I'm going to give you some proactive things you can do um, after we've covered this initial information not only supplements, but also like uh, natural hand sanitizing type of spray and other things that you can do at home regarding something like this.
2: This is the problem. And when you couple it with everything else, we are going to have a worldwide problem. And it's going to hit North America in a way that North America has never experienced before. There are places in uh, Africa and South America, to some extent, and Asia that have never lived a life like we have, where you, you get up and you know you have a car and you get ready for work and you go get in your car and you drive to whatever gas station, whatever you grab some coffee, you grab some donuts, get some gas, drive to work, go to the grocery. They've never had that, where you have you know a wad of cash in your in your wallet, you know, and you pay for things with twenties and tens and fives. So they're going to go right from basically agrarian hunter-gatherer, Right, they're going to skip how we have lived, and they're going to go right to the electronic cashless society with no stops in between. And given most of the world, most of the world lives in China, Asia, and Africa. We're a tiny, tiny, tiny little sliver of the planet. Or even if you want to say the snow globe, whatever you want to live under, you know, however you want to call where we live, we're a tiny sliver of it. 380 million people out of 8 billion do the math. So we're not going to have a whole lot of say in it, especially if we want to thrive and we want to still be part of some semblance of an economy where we can be successful so make whatever decision that you want to for yourself. Um, I can tell you the decision that I'm going to make. I'm going to do whatever I have to do to make sure that those I love are taken care of. And we'll just have to leave it there. But just understand, they can't test for Ebola anymore. Like your-
0: well, that's that's not really true they can test for it but if it's sequestered unless they test the sequestered tissue that the ebola is in it's not going to show a positive he needs to be more accurate in that statement so you could get a false uh, a false negative is what you would get if oh okay but it's sequestered somewhere in the body and i mean they've really got this thing this genetically modified ebola that they that the cdc has the uh the patent's on. I mean, this thing's got a real mind of its own. Boy, it can it can sequester itself evidently wherever it wants. So this is the next video. Now spreading like wildfire, this event will overwhelm even the U.S. Army. This is a little bit more more on this particular subject.
2: This isn't going to be a very long video today, but I just wanted to let you know that they are hiding more from you now than they ever have about this situation with Ebola it is in the United States they cannot identify it in a way that is going to help them people are testing clean and then a year later they are infecting other people this is what's going on that they don't want you to know about and it's primarily coming out of the Democratic Republic of the Congo now here's the thing that most people don't understand about this this is a map of the airports, all of the airports that screened for it. That's right. JFK, EWR, IAD, Atlanta, and Chicago. So that's it. That's it. Those are all of the airports
0: that screened for it. And this is from a, like a, a I don't know, it looks pretty official, this little map he's showing here. Ebola in the U.S. confirmed cases of Ebola. And then Level 4 Biohazard Facilities, they show that. And there's four of those. And then airports that screen for it. A total of five.
2: Screen for it. And this article here is from May 20, 2019. UN Health Chief warns of very high risk of Ebola spread. Geneva, AP. The head of the UN Health Agency says the risk that the Ebola virus will spread remains very high. Tedros Adhanom... I'm not even going to try that last
0: name. Remember, the cabals have to warn you about what they're getting ready to do to you beforehand. It's it's a Kabbalistic, Luciferian, witchcraft-type principle they have to abide by in order for the game to be, quote, square, for everything to be fair, is how they view it.
2: Speaking Monday at the start of the World Health Organization's annual assembly, where issues like antimicrobial resistance, universal health care, and WHO reform are among the topics up for discussion, he notes that the current Ebola outbreak, which is the second deadliest on record and has been confirmed to take nearly 1,100 lives, is so far, allegedly, contained to two provinces of eastern Congo that are racked by violence by armed groups. He said the outbreak was one of the most complex health emergencies any of us have ever faced. Okay. Now, I know a lot of you thinking, a lot of the skeptics are like, oh, it's just Ebola, it's the Congo. It's just in the Congo. It's in the Congo. Okay. Well, containing it is nearly impossible. And there's a secondary effect of all of these restrictions on immigration that a lot of people are not seeing. Okay, this was numbers from the last time it was here. So don't think that even then when they said it was just contained to Africa, it came here. And here's the article that I was talking about before, where a woman spreads Ebola virus one year, one year after affection, after infection, and having been declared uh ebola free and she was from liberia
0: yeah how do you explain that unless it is sequestered somewhere in the body so
2: this is the problem they have the initial incubation then they have a secondary incubation that they're not telling people about so there's a lot of very bad very dated information out there
0: yes now mike Mike adams isn't covering this at all he thinks it's all uh, uh just some big scam they're trying to do to ultimately impose martial law well maybe he's right but I cannot in good conscience not warn you about this and and on the off chance that it might not progress and worsen when I'm seeing them put billions of dollars into this and probably putting millions of dollars into suppressing what's really going on I can't do that he's too busy you know saying how Trump's gonna you know like Jones you know trump's got to do this and he's got it and they're not getting the big picture of, of that trump is on team satan okay he's on their team he's not gonna do this he's gonna bluster and talk big and oh i'm a big man on campus but ultimately he's going to go along with the ultimate agenda of the new world order he's going to implement that and he's the perfect vehicle to do that so what I'm trying to say is that people in alternative, even in alternative media and in alternative health like Mike Adams, you have to really even start taking, Alex Jones, I've I've warned about him for years, but I'm not saying you still can't, there's not certain things you couldn't glean from that website. I'm just trying not to promote him at all at this point, whenever I can possibly avoid it. Just too many, way too many red flags. Um, but you got, you have to be more and more discerning regarding the alternative media now and i would i would say obviously that would carry over to ministries as well where you're getting your news from i mean i'm trying to take everything i've learned since i've been in alternative health where i graduated i don't know back in 93 from chiropractic college and i'm trying to take every bit of everything i've ever learned from the new world order and alternative health to all the agendas i've seen in play and trying to incorporate that into the most current thing i'm telling you for every single study that we're going through obviously i can't remember everything but um it's kind of all fitting together like a jigsaw puzzle and this is the perfect plan if they can implement this to uh to really usher in the new world order on a lot of different levels
2: for those of you that don't know the dangerous virus gets its name from the ebola river believe it or not there's a a river named Ebola Ebola in the Democratic Republic of the Congo
0: probably not a river you want to really bathe in or swim around in too much now this
2: was back in 1976 when they first discovered this but here's what I was talking about with this secondary effect of the restrictions on immigration okay the US has slashed its refugee intake you think wow great fantastic wonderful all it's doing is slashing its refugee intake from places like Syria and Myanmar but when you go down to this article from the Post, here, let me show you something that they aren't telling you. One second. Let me find it.
0: He's scrolling through this report.
2: Okay. This page is being hard to load here. Give me one second. There's a very important part here where they talk about how immigration from the Democratic Republic of the Congo is actually up.
0: Yeah, you think? Yeah, like I said, they're pouring over the borders now. They're coming in under the cover of night, crossing the the Rio Grande River. We just we just talked about that. They're openly admitting to it. There's hundreds that have come and hundreds more on the way, and a lot of them have checked positive for Ebola. We got into this in a, in a very recent previous study, and they're just letting them go into the into into the night. They're checking positive, so. Theoretically, they could all be positive. They could just have a, a certain—the vast majority of them could just have the um, Ebola virus sequestered. In fact, if you were George Soros, would you really want to like do like this hit or miss hodgepodge of well, they're from the Congo, so maybe they're infected. I'll go through all this effort to bring them over here. I'll spend all these millions to bring them over here, and hopefully, some of them will infect us. Wouldn't you, if you were George Soros? Wouldn't you like go? to like the most the worst regions of the congo and make sure that those are the people that you brought over i'm just saying if you're going to do it right if you're going to spend all those millions george i got a feeling that just because they've released several congolese that were tested positive for ebola and again i just got into this in recent teachings into the night we don't know where they're at how do we know they're not all infected Well, the vast majority of them are unaffected. Because again, if it's sequestered in the tissue somewhere, they're a carrier. They're just not going to show it on a blood test.
2: Here it is. In 2016, let me close some of these ad choices. I don't know why it's doing what it's doing. In 2016, exodus refugee immigration in Indianapolis resettled refugees from 13 countries, including Syria, Iraq, and Sudan last year. Exodus placed refugees from Afghanistan, Myanmar, Congo, and Eritrea, said Cole Varga, the group's executive director.
0: They're all here legally, but that's fine.
2: The drop in refugees means the group's funding has been cut almost in half, and the group laid off or did not backfill more than a dozen positions. Now, what ties it into this article is this Albany article. This is from New York. And this is where this is getting reported, but it's not being reported in a way that it's hitting the national headlines. That there are, there are places that are seeing an increase in immigration from Congo because of the slash in immigration from Syria and other places. Okay, more than 4,200 refugees have been resettled in Albany since 2005, although numbers dropped when the president lowered the ceiling this past year. More than 100 have arrived since October. Most, most are from Afghanistan, Burma, and the Congo and come to join family members that are already here. See, guys, this is the problem.
0: And that that's not even... Those, the ones from the Congo there, that's separate than what we've reported on today.
2: This is one of the biggest stories that is not being reported. They are coming. They are testing. They are testing clean. And then all of a sudden, people that are testing clean are all of a sudden showing symptoms and starting to infect other people. This is the problem. And it's when you have somebody that's tested clean and they're healthy, they don't watch these people they don't
0: remember they're going to suppress this in the news as long as they can until it will reach some type of tipping point now this is if god doesn't intervene and lets this go to its logical conclusion which will be some type of unbelievably bad pandemic and i'm not saying god can't do that i'm not saying he's not still on the throne i'm not saying we shouldn't be praying about this in fact that's why i'm doing this study so that you'll be aware to pray about this uh in fact, I need to make sure, I'm going to pause this right after here, just to remind myself to put this into the uh, prayer request thing, the uh, prayer points. But if that doesn't happen, then this could be the, you know, th- this is what they're wanting to get kicked off here. Be- for Because of all of the different agendas this will accomplish from a satanic New World Order standpoint.
2: Uh, put restrictions on them. And we all know what happens a lot of times when poor immigrants come to this country and they don't have a lot of money. Sometimes the activities that they choose to partake in to earn money causes a vast um, wildfire-like spreading of this. So anyway, I am going to cut this short um, because there's some other things that need to be done regarding.
0: OK, so I just added that a couple different lines into the current list of uh prayer points and the ebola virus planned pandemic and genocide and then the large groups of potentially ebola infected illegal african um, of african illegals from the congo being released into the usa and i gotta believe in elsewhere gotta believe they're doing this in europe as well and elsewhere on purpose by design because they don't just want this this uh pandemic just to be in america they want this to be a type of a global catalyzing event i would imagine from a satanic standpoint so next report just more confirmation hundreds of illegals from ebola ridden congo dumped in texas hundreds more on the way (laughs) you're telling me this isn't all by design come on hundreds of illegal aliens from the democratic republic of congo in africa which is currently experienced a massive Ebola virus outbreak, have been dropped off, dumped off, in San Antonio, Texas, and hundreds more will arrive in the near future. A local news reporter looking for French-speaking volunteers to communicate with individuals made a request on Twitter. Uh, and th- this was uh, Jelesri Israe of Ken's Five San Antonio, wrote on Thursday that, quote, the city confirms hundreds of migrants from the Congo have arrived in San Antonio. The city is in desperate need for French-speaking volunteers so that they can translate, so they can make sure that they're taken care of and they can whisk them further into the interior of the country where they can infect, you know, the indigenous populations, the uh, legal alien didn't, didn't speak English. And according to a local reporter, I wonder how they got over here. They don't speak any English. They probably only speak their, their language. I'm sure that they were able to just, you know, that's not a stumbling block either. When you're trying to travel from one continent to another and you have no plane ride, no boat ride, no nothing, no money, no food, no water. You know, I, I, I'm sure they had no help. They just figured it out some way. They're really resourceful, these Congolese. It's, it's amazing. I mean, just absolutely amazing. Pray their souls be saved. I truly do. You know, it's not like, I mean, I get it. I understand they're they are in this third world country. They're trying to get out they are They're probably trying to free the Ebola, although a lot of them might be infected. And if they're vaccinated, they probably are all infected because that's where the primary amount of vaccines are being delivered. And we're gonna get into that later. And again, they're the perfect Trojan horse carriers of this thing. Um, so, let's see here. Large groups of illegal aliens from Angola, Cameroon, and an Ebola-stricken Congo were caught wading across the Rio Grande in the United States earlier this week. Did you, did you see this on Fox News or, um, you know, CNN or any of those? No, I, I haven't seen Of course, I don't watch any of those things, but I, I don't see it being... Anywhere even on the radar, even on Drudge, you know. So, how did they get to Mexico? Who's funding these groups of African illegals? The video shows men, women, and children crossing the river in the dead of the night. Border Patrol announced they apprehended 116 invaders from Africa on Thursday. Agents have encountered 182 large groups of illegals of 100 or more individuals across the southwest border this fiscal year only 182 large groups just in this one sector that's all of, of, a, of over 100 or more wow it seems kind of scant to me this is the first large group apprehended in the del real sector for this fiscal year and the first large group apprehended on the southwest border this fiscal year consisting entirely of african nationals and i'm pretty sure that all means they're from the congo okay so you have the democratic republic of the congo which does appear totally in landlocked which is where the primary ebola outbreak is taking place in fact it's it's more toward the interior of that i mean we're talking right in the heart of africa now the congo which is right borders it does have a small spot where uh you could go right to the sea doesn't have a very long border with the sea but i i would suspect that these potentially ebola infected uh congolese from the democratic republic of the congo primarily are being whisked through the congo to the sea where they're probably being put on transport ships and brought over but they're probably only selecting the best of the best regarding the ones that w- would make the highest likelihood of being infected vectors for spreading the disease that's my theory Uh, well it's got to be something kind of close because i mean you know how they get in here where are their visas and passports hmm it's kind of expensive you know to travel nowadays and all these types of things and food money lodging all these visas passports you know All of these different things, you would think that if they had been exposed to Ebola, they would be screened and they wouldn't be permitted to go into other countries. No, that's all a plus. It's all a good thing. When George Soros and Satan are on your side. You know? So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just looking at this from any kind of logical standpoint. You know? The whole thing stinks to low hell. Because I cannot stand that term, high heaven, when you're using something in a negative context. Anyway, that's just me. Um, Yeah, so uh, they've they've encountered 182 large group of illegals, of 100 more individuals across the southwest border this year. But this is the first one consisting entirely of African nationals. Man, they're resourceful. Either that or they really have, like, they can swim like crazy that's a long way to swim though i mean especially with no water it's all salt water and no food and the little children i don't know how they're doing it i mean maybe they're, maybe they're dog paddling uh i don't know man all i can say is they, they they got moxie i mean you know panache the whole nine yards they're amazing uh another large group of african invaders were apprehended by the border patrol this week and subsequently released into the streets of san antonio why not that's that way they'll hopefully infect you know law-abiding american citizens uh at a much greater rate because obviously you want to take them into the cities because there's going to be a lot more um chances for transmission says that they were subsequently released into the streets of san antonio and will be notified of a hearing oh okay uh, i'm sure they've got a p.o box where they'll they'll turn they'll turn up and and uh, make sure they go to their hearing, so they can be good illegal aliens and do everything the right way. Yeah, so this is this is where we're at. It is this bad. It really is. It's this insane. And Trump's right on the on the razor's edge, trying to stop every bit of it. No, actually, he's facilitating it all, making sure this all happens. Next report, global pandemic event now being confirmed, cases growing exponentially worldwide. Clear warning signs that Ebola invasion of the United States is about to begin. A storm of monumental proportions is ready to hit the United States uh, and endanger everyone in the country and millions in this country will never know or understand what hit them. An extensive database and internet search reveals that the last published figures on how many Ebola-ready level four beds there are presently in america these are just beds individual beds that are that can, can take somebody that has ebola okay they're called a level four bed how many of them that are present in america all of america okay that are designed to hold an ebola patient comes from that data that is almost four years old okay so we've got really we, we don't want to keep up on this stuff we want to kind of just you know it's fine Americans need to be aware of the fact that the United States only has 19 Ebola-ready level 4 biocontainment beds in the entire country. That's enough. You know, 19? Well, it's, it's perfect if you want to have an outbreak and infect everybody and overwhelm the system and have no remedy for it other than a vaccine sure it's perfect for that the united states only has four level four biocontainment labs in the entire country as well the united states is woefully underprepared to handle even the smallest of ebola outbreaks containment beds or no containment beds ebola is coming and it's airborne now again that's if god doesn't intervene and you know i look around and i see all the wickedness just increasing by the day and i i just it's hard for me not to believe that that god is just going to get to a point where he's not going to intervene because we're not repenting as a nation at all we're getting more wicked by the day from what i can see the church is doing nothing about it collectively speaking by and large it's doing very little to stem the tide of evil, to warn their congregants, to, to call for repentance, to call for holy living, to call for prayer and fasting about these types of things. Well, the hand of God will eventually be removed from that scenario. And then we find ourselves in the, you know, the pre, the, 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 which is where we're at right now, the leading up to when the tribulation period starts and World War III which is most likely going to be triggered with the Iran thing that that from what I've seen one of the predictions is they really want to get that all kicked off in October but who knows it may start before that it might not maybe they'll put it forward a long time but they've got to do they they've got to get a lot of things prepositioned ahead of time is the whole point there in order to have their World War 3 in order to do it right okay and that's what Trump's working on right now I'm not just saying Trump, but the wicked factions of the military that are all in on this, and working with the Kabbalistic Synagogue of Satan factions in Israel and Saudi Arabia as well. So, going forward here, uh, did you know that 20% of the presently diagnosed Ebola cases are being discovered far away from the homes of the infected? This has major implications for transmissibility and the creation of a major pandemic. And Dave's writing this, and he's not even aware of what we just covered from the videos I talked about, where you know you could be, you could be Ebola free, symptom free, blood test free for a year, and all of a sudden you start infecting, or you start ter- showing up symptoms, and you're infecting people because it's been sequestered in a certain part of your tissue. According to a recent Twitter post. U.S. Border Patrol, and here's a link to it, U.S. Border Patrol agents assigned to the Del Rio sector recently apprehended a large group of well over, you know, 100 illegal immigrants. We had just talked about that, you know, with hundreds more in the way. This is the precise area which we're seeing the most dramatic increases in the Ebola-reported cases, which they're releasing into the dark of the night. You know, because that's what we need to be doing. Just let them go. They'll be fine. It's all good. By my count, there are over 50 peer-reviewed studies which demonstrate that Ebola can be transmitted through various airborne means. Ah, but see, they say that can't be done. Well, they don't want to spur the panic. So, hey, this can be transmitted airborne, too. Canadian researchers raised the question of airborne transmission of Ebola back in 2012. By 2015, there was clear research evidence as to the veracity of the 2012 concern, By Lisa Brousseau and Dr. Rachel Jones, in a research article published by the Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy, which Clearly stated that Ebola currently has unclear modes of transmission. We believe there is scientific and epidemiological evidence that the Ebola virus has the potential to be transmitted via infectious aerosol particles, both near and at distance from infected patients, which means that healthcare workers should be wearing respirators, not face masks. Why? Because if you're wearing a respirator, it has a seal on the skin. A face mask is only going to really protect you, like if somebody, if like there's, it's just a, a far, far inferior way to protect yourself from something that is transmissible via the air is the point I guess I'm trying to make. So healthcare workers, and this is back in 2012, should be wearing respirators not face masks and the cdc's contention that ebola is only communicable via direct contact is inaccurate end of quote further it is an indisputable fact that ebola cannot be contained in africa subsequently this current president president needs to answer two very pressing questions number one why isn't air travel both through direct and indirect flights from the congo being immediately banned under the name of national security well because he is following satan's agenda and he's doing what his father satan is having him do that's why number two why haven't you used your executive authority to close the southern border given the threat of bioterrorism well again same answer as number one He's doing everything he can do to facilitate that border being open. The 10 different ways he's failed. All of these things are things he could intervene with a stroke of a pen in a very short order, or most of them. And the other ones, you know, he could start moving against. But he won't do that because he's accomplishing Satan's agenda. I am in contact with federal agents, multiple, that are echoing the accounts in the independent media. These accounts are true. Africans from the Ebola-infested areas in Africa are entering the United States Um, by the hundreds they're caught and then by the thousands and and then by the thousands uh in the hundreds caught and then by the thousands realistic estimate okay i'm not sure what he's trying to convey they're probably that they're they're catching them by the hundreds but most likely they're coming by the thousands It's only a matter of time. As indicated in this article, the Ebola virus is poised to spread exponentially. The dynamics remind me of the Pearl Harbor attack, only in a much grander scale. Does anyone else find it interesting that the evidence that Ebola is airborne is almost four years old? You're not going to hear about it, because they don't want you to know that. Why have we stopped investigating? As they say, it is always quiet before the storm, and since it is documented beyond a shadow of a doubt that the CDC owns the patent on Ebola... We can say, and I've got into that in previous reports. We can say that all the pieces are lining up, including the profit motive. I don't believe that part. I don't believe the profit motive is even a factor. We're talking good. We're talking the the medical pharma cartel here. How dare Dave say anything against those good people? They only want the best for us. Why can't we all just get that through our heads? Me included. I'm probably most guilty of all. Anyway, please spare me the emotional rhetoric in response to this article. I Now, this is Dave talking. I have provided documented links to the claims presented here. In response, I only want to see the same which may serve to refute my position, that the people of this country are deliberately and purposefully being endangered for the purposes of profit and political control. Until I see documentable proof that this position is wrong and the evidence presented in this article is an error, I stand by this position. And when you convince me that I am an error and you won't, then you will have to convince the federal agents that are living through this nightmare on our southern border. Next report. When pastors become the instrument of your oppression, the clergy response team, FEMA camps, and bioterrorism. And this is Dave Hodges again. I recently authored an article on the fact that Ebola is poised to enter the country in a big way through illegal immigration stemming from transported Africans to the American southern border. It has been happening, it is happening, and it will continue to happen. Additionally, I previously reported that a trusted DHS source told me that they're aware that FEMA camps are being constructed outside of five Texas cities these two events are related and also related is an interview with someone who was trained to be part of the government clergy response team this report that i'm reading just came out today as well previously i interviewed pastor walter mansfield now i've went over this as well but it's good to have a little refresher here this pastor walter mansfield who dave interviewed who emphasized that when martial law is enacted the enforcement will be immediate In other words, family members will be separated from each other and the part of the training that the 501c3 clergy has received was on how to comfort separated family members. Because, see, they want to divide and conquer. That's what they want to do. So the way that this would play out is you go to a 501c3 church, the pastor's part of the clergy response team. You never knew about it, though. Let's say it's a mega church for argument's sake. They have all the databases. They know where you live. They know all your phone numbers. They have all of the ways to, you know, obviously GPS track you and then all the other ways they can track you. And then martial laws declared Ebola becomes this pandemic. Let's say that that's the scenario. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. It'd be a miracle if it wasn't, but God can intervene. And, um, uh, yeah, then they declare martial law and the pastor says, you know, come to the church. You know, you need to get your vaccine for Ebola and you get it, which might seal your fate from a biblical standpoint because I don't know if you're fully human anymore. I can't even find out what is in this Ebola vaccine, any derivation of them, because they're all experimental. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I searched today for a long, long time. I couldn't find exactly what was in them. I know some of what's in them. It's all bad, it's all horrific. But again, it's always about changing our DNA. Now, I'm not saying it would if you were if you were saved it'd make you unsaved, but you know, there's gonna come a point when you take the mark of the beast and it's gonna change your DNA. You're not gonna be it's not you're not gonna be capable of being saved anymore. We're moving toward that point. And the vaccines are the primary way they're bringing us there. One of the primary, the most direct way into our system via injection. Even chemtrails you gotta breathe in, even GMOs you have to ingest, but injecting it into the bloodstream is a whole other other animal it gives them a whole other inroad into our into our body so this now this is guy that received this clergy response team training this pastor walter mansfield and he said the 501 c3 c3 clergy received training on how to comfort separated family members that was the one of the primary things pastor mansfield emphasized that the fema dhs drills were predicated on bioterrorism now, this is years ago. See, they knew they were going to ultimately trigger some bioterror, this is why I did the avion flu. 14-city tour that I did back in 06, because I knew this was coming. One way, shape, or form. It's the ideal way to take over under the guise of bioterrorism. This is exactly, and in this case, it'll be an Ebola pandemic, if that's the way it plays out. This is exactly what a FEMA source told me before he and his family left Phoenix and relocated to a remote area to avoid what he knew was coming. The pastors were trained to go into homes where people refused to be relocated by the authorities and their immediate job was to convince their reluctant parishioners to willingly go to the relocation camps because he cares so much. Feed the flock, you know? the true pastor will lay down his life for the sheep but the hireling has no love for the sheep why because he's doing it for the money the hire or the prestige or whatever other factors and thinking they're going to save their own hide they're just going to be one of the ones they'll be the ones rounded up at the end most likely them and their families This is, this is just unbelievable. Their their immediate job was to convince the reluctant to willingly go to the relocation camps. Ostensibly, this was done in lieu of sending in the SWAT teams. Well, you know, if, they, if the old pastors, the old backstabbing pastors can't convince the parishioner, well, send in the SWAT teams, kick down the front door and do what you got to do. I asked Mansfield if the FEMA camps were real. And he stated that much of the clergy training focused around the scenario of pastors operating within the force relocation centers. Isn't that funny? That's where the majority of their training kind of centered around? Wow. I'm sure there's no end game agenda for that. Nah. The main goal of the pastor assigned to the FEMA camp was to bring order and encourage compliance with DHS requests. Hence the emphasis on Romans 13. Obey the government because they're always a force for good. And that's not what the Bible says. In Romans 13. If they're forced for good. <clears throat> but they're not. Our government is is approaching levels of evil I can't even comprehend. But, you know, I've done a whole teaching. Just in Romans 13 in the keyword search box at continuefortruth.com. Does not mean a unlimited subservience to a wicked, evil government. Doesn't mean that. But see, your pastor, your 501c3 pastors will sure tell you that. Because, see, they're hearing from Satan. And Satan knows best, right? Well, that's what they're going to tell you. Sure. Because they're of the father of the devil and of his lusts, and of his works they will do. They're lukewarm devils from the pits of hell that would tell you to do this or be a part of this. For the most part, I mean, I can't really, you know, commend them. That's for sure. The pastors were forced to sign a non-disclosure. Meaning you're never going to know your pastor's one of these unless you find out from some other route. Interesting, interestingly the pastors were told not to quote scripture of course because the you know the word of god is sharper than any two-edged sword it gives clarity gives wisdom it gives understanding it gives knowledge they don't want you quoting the scripture no leave that out the dhs document which was prepared for pastors clearly stated that scripture has been used to oppress people in the past oh thank you satan for defining that for us because you would never lie to us And the presenters strongly discourage its use. Oh my. Unless it's Romans 13, of course. Please see, uh, the twisting of Romans 13. Please see the following excerpt from one of the DHS manuals, which is entitled Healing Scripture and Prayer in Personal and Pastoral Crisis Intervention. This is right from their training manual, the DHS. They're they're telling pastors how to preach and how to comfort. And now how how you you don't ever want to quote scripture. So it says, "quote During a time of crisis, people go through a crisis of faith. Sometimes, quick, a quick mention of God in Scripture may not be helpful, though. As we all know, Scripture has been used to oppress, dominate, and at the same time, used for healing and reconciliation, renewing of relationships with God and people. If the pastor senses it is appropriate to use the Scripture in prayer, it must be carefully done for the healing victims." for the healing of victims not to uphold pastoral authority oh for the healing of victims but not to uphold pastoral authority You mean they want to take your authority away as a pastor they want you to be gelded because well you already are if you're in that position but um they want the dhs the government to be the authority that was on page 14 of this manual and In other words, all legitimate pastoral authority was abrogated by the pastor who participated in the roundup of American citizens. Also on page 14 of the same training document, pastors were admonished to avoid unhealthy, quote, unhealthy God talk. End of quote. Oh my, no, no, no. Let's talk about Satan. You know? Specifically, pastors are ordered to avoid using references to God when helping people cope with the loss of a loved one. Who do you refer to? Satan? Or... Beelzebub, Asmodeus, uh, Lilith, Chimash, Moloch—I don't know. What pick your your fallen angel? Allah. They're ordered to avoid using references to God when helping people cope with the loss of a loved one. It says, "Quote: God must." um, god must have needed him more than you or god never gives more than we can handle i think those are maybe some of the approved things you could say in order to placate your congregation pastor mansfield also revealed that pastors will be issued badges under the clergy response team program Uh, any pastor not displaying the badge indicating they have been trained under these guidelines will not be permitted into the established and designated dhs safety kill zones (laughs) that's what it should say because that's you know just hey, are those ovens over there why are there smokestacks what what's all that screaming i hear in agony and writhing oh nothing don't worry about it it's it's all for your good Sorry, I, I can't help but be a little bit, you know, sarcastic regarding all of this. I mean, this is the red level insanity that we're in right now, that we're on the cusp of that could be triggered any day. Along these lines, the Koji response team is also known is, is also a Jonestown Kool-Aid drinking program. Pastors are absolutely forbidden to publicly speak about any aspect of the program. If you were to ask your pastor if they were a FEMA-trained pastor, they will not likely tell you. Disturbingly, Pastor Mansfield reiterated several times that the number one job of these pastors is to calm down people and encourage their compliance within the people's new surroundings. (laughs) New surroundings, yeah. Pastor Mansfield also stated that the pastors will be utilized as, as informants, of course. To spy on their congregation the, this violates the legal privilege of confidentiality between pastor and churchgoer that is currently recognized by law but who cares about any of that all churchgoers can no longer trust the sanctity of personal confessions personal confessions you mean like a catholic whatever and revelations made to pastors priests or rabbis this is one illegal act by the dhs completely undermines the christian church of america American Christians will be the most hunted in the near future, everywhere and at every level of our society. We are seeing discrimination against Christians. There are legislative bills now assigned to silence the voices of Christians, this Equality Act, which I wanted to get into today, but I won't have time. Uh, There are legislative bills um, with regard to behavior that is antithetical to the principles of Christianity, as evidenced by the context of the video. Now, I'm not going to play the video, but you can watch it. I'll give you the link there. This is the time where the legends of the FEMA camps, bioterrorism, extreme political persecution, and the clergy response team comes together to form America's biggest nightmare in her history. At one time in American history, churches were viewed as sanctuaries for their downtrodden. That is not the case any longer for most churches and their pastors. Most of the medium to large-sized churches are completely compromised and are serving as virtual agents of the government. Pastor Mansfield told me that as many as 28,000 pastors have been recruited by the clergy response team. Other estimates, though, place this number as high as 100,000 pastors that have forsaken their duty God- their their god-given duty and have sold out to the dark side in order to save a little bit of tax money well that's one of the reasons i gave you the other ones if what i told you is correct and the pope is declaring a new world order by september 15th 2019 like evidently he said that earlier i this is just part of the report because i can't I, I can't like do a report on every single thing in all these reports I, I won't even get through what i've got today but anyway evidently the pope said he's going to declare a new world order by September 15, 2019, and the global currency reset will follow in a month and your money will be devalued by 90%. What will you do? Now, granted, I'm not saying that's gonna happen. That's, I guess, what he's hearing potentially. And again, if this thing happens with the Ebola and they say, oh, all currencies banned because you can transfer Ebola that way, well, then that would be a real convenient way to devalue the currency because everybody would be refusing to do business in that way. what will you do please allow me to suggest that if these people are correct in their projections you have a very short time to obtain what you need to survive again be the of the lord pray fast about it don't you know this is all fear-based go back to my teaching on um anxiety and worry what that i did a few weeks ago or just key it in the keyword search box and listen to that dwell on those bible verses print them out okay um Absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord. And that's worst case scenario for us as a Christian. Secondly, you should scrutinize your place of worship and leave if they are not preaching the unadulterated word of God. Form home Bible study groups. This life is temporary. temporary Hell is forever. Is your church going to turn into a FEMA camp? For most of us, it, it already has. And is also the prisoner of your soul dhs may not build bars around your churches and confine your body but the move on your soul has already been made exercise the free will to say no to this illegitimate authority so we have that it's a real uplifting little uh thing there and that's all i have for part one i'm 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 just about over on time and uh god bless you and we will see you in part two